Hello and welcome to the Kitchen Witch Energy Shift. My name is Michelle Berry and I welcome you to listen in as I have a lot of ponderings on what hap- what happens in my kitchen and the magic that I feel. I want to share it with you because I never felt this way before. I, I talk about this a lot that I I always wanted to love the kitchen. I always wanted to know how to cook and be happy and joyful and creative, but I always had this block, you know. It was definitely, you know, growing up in the 70s where the kitchen, you know, the commercialized commercialization of getting away from the kitchen that may, you know, women going out into the workforce, into the world, which is amazing and we should be everywhere doing everything that we want to, anything we want. But it pushed a lot of people away from the kitchen and it made the kitchen feel like um, something less magical than it actually is. And I'm, I'm struggling to find the word that is describing the push away from the kitchen and domestic life, domestic nurturing of the home. But that really almost became uh, second class. Like if you were, if you decided to stay home, and nurture the home or really got into that, um, it, it was almost like lower, like a lower thing to do, like a lower level activity, nurturing the home. And that is, I I would say that's a part of growing pains when we, we hit women back, women getting out and breaking free um, because, you know, a lot of times it was that they must be taking care of all the domestic duties. So it was sort of a revolution, not a sort of, it was, it was a revolution. And of course the advertisers um, cater to that. Um, and it was any anything to automate and get you out of the kitchen quicker. Anything, they were selling the idea of any way to automate and reduce your time in the kitchen, the better. So you can be out in the world doing all the things and it, it, I believe, and a lot of people have this same um, feeling that it made the house, um, it took some magic energy away from the house and the home and the hearth. And that's part of growing pains. You know, you see it all the time. I'm noticing as I get older that we go through these cycles. It's It's part of a growing pain that we tend to, as humans, go all in on something without looking at the repercussions of what we've done but we learn from our mistakes and that's just the natural evolution I believe so I like to believe right now we're coming back to basics we're coming back into the home because a lot of us are realizing that yes there is a ton of magic in the home and it and I do I'm a feminist but I do believe women we we love the nurturing we love we love our homes, you know, men do too, but, you know, um, more so women, you know, the whole nesting, the whole creating this beautiful, warm, nurturing space is in a lot of us. And I think I was struggling with that growing up in the 70s and 80s, you know, that whole drive for, you know, status and career and material things and getting out there, making a lot of money. Um, I grew up in that um, energy and 
but I always felt tugged back into the home. I'm, I'm guessing a lot of people can relate to this. Women can relate to what I'm saying. Um, you're torn between getting out in the world and, you know, using all your skills because you are multi-talented, multi-vasted. You, you can do anything. So with all these things that we have going for us, I believe we've got a lot going for us because we just have... We just have so much passion and we're, we're nurturers we're, we're we we love to care for the home we love to make a comfortable space most of us in a nurturing loving space so you know I feel like coming back to basics was for me I had to figure this out it took a long time because I had to break down those old thought patterns that were embedded into my brain since I was born you know, the kitchen was always a chore. So that's how I thought it was. It was if I was stuck in the kitchen doing the dishes and cleaning up, that was not where I was supposed to be. That was the mindset back then. It was, you know, um, not the place to be in the kitchen. You could be doing better things. You could be doing something more important. Well, I totally disagree now, now that I took time to spend in the kitchen with myself with my own thoughts and allowed my own thoughts about how I felt and allowed myself to break down that resistance and actually start enjoying the energy of the kitchen creating my own amazing energy in the kitchen when I started doing that I noticed how good I felt and how right it felt for me so that kitchen witchery is now woven into my everyday it's it's magic and that's the only thing I can think to say is because the feeling just felt so pure, good, right, loving. My whole body felt like never before this sure about where I was supposed to be. So I love to share this with you, but I kind of went off a little bit. I The topic today was going to be that you can probably hear I have a cold, um, which is ironic because I've been thinking so much about creating a workshop, a a future workshop on this season of cold and flu and creating your own apothecary and um, the immunity, things you can do with food and herbs to boost your immunity. So I caught a cold, which is perfect (laughs) because... I have been able to um, go into my herbal tea, what I have on hand, and sipped that for the past couple days. I'm really craving it. Of course, the weather is getting colder, and it's for me, this is herb tea season because I like to drink a lot of, I like warm, you know, warm beverages, so let's say. I'm trying to pull away from coffee. I have two cups in the morning and I try to keep it like that and switch over to herbal tea the rest of the day. But um, so last night, well this week I wanted to let you know that I got inspired by looking at uh, somebody posted a picture of their tea and coffee station in their home and it triggered me in a good way to, it inspired me, I'll use the word inspire, to take a look around my kitchen and find a space in the kitchen that I could create my own little herb tea bar that it's, it looks really cute. 
and um, I could keep all my teas there and my herbs. And so sure enough, and I'm going to ask you this question. Sure enough, I looked around and I thought, I opened up a cabinet and there were things in there that I really, we rarely use. And it was in taking up prime real estate in my kitchen. It was random things like a popcorn popper that I only use. We only use maybe twice a year. Um, Different like plastic cup, random cups and just random stuff. And I cleared it all out. And I put all my glass herb clear jars in there. I bought a couple of new ones because I got excited about this new project and I pulled all my little herb um, glass bottles from my office area I have them in different spaces and I clean that clean that cabinet out and I put my herb glasses in there I've my heart was filled immediately I just I was like the simple little activity made me feel so happy and in the meantime it's kind of kind of funny kind of ironic kind of you know, the synchronicities that happen when you're really living intentionally, you know, I'm guessing you've felt that too, that when you're really in being present in your life, you you find these things come to you as they're supposed to come to you, which is so fascinating. I don't know what's going on in the background, but there's an energy or frequency that you're on when you're dialed in into your pure frequency as close to pure frequency as you can and things will come into you as they're as you need so (laughs) the whole looking at the picture creating the the tea shelf in the kitchen pulling out all my herbs that I had kind of stuffed away and um then I caught a cold (laughs) and sure enough I looking through my herbs I have um hyssop which is a herb it's good for respiratory colds you know in of course for the nervous system it, it's just good for you like most herbs and I had some and I've been sipping on that all uh, let's say for the past two days and um chamomile I ordered it it prompted me to I'm in um, rosemary gladstar's herb herbal herbology science of herb herbs class and it's pretty intense class I'm not gonna lie I'll just tell you I'm still on lesson one but um she lists all the we're in the nervous system part on lesson one and I bought some herbs online because I couldn't find any locally I did try first to find local herbs and I couldn't um so I ordered some skullcap and valerian uh, chamomile and elderberry and peppermint because I you know you want to have a, a a variety just to test and try and start small getting your um, herbal medicine cabinet prepared and ready so anyways I um, but I did have some herbs that my sister-in-law Wendy she's my witch in Arizona <laughs> that she's she's so great she sends me all sorts of amazing things so she sent her and her and my niece Max sent me some herbs that I used I used the um the hyssop for my cold and I I um 
started I just it was it's really good it's a really mild flavor and there's something about making tea with loose herbs that's so elevated it's so much more ritualistic than the tea bag so if you can get yourself even a single serving I've been using that a lot the single serving um tea diffuser is it diffuser I never know if I'm saying that right but it has a little metal mesh basket that you put your loose teas in and you can make your own blends and all that stuff but anyways um where am I going with this so I've been sipping on that so last night I was starting to really feel it the cold you know it's worse in the evening and I'm thinking I was doing rosemary's lesson one and we should talk about um echinacea the purple cone flower and I thought to myself, I have one coneflower, really, in my garden, one left that I noticed from over the weekend. I was cleaning it out. And I left that one flower because it was still bright and vibrant purple, beautiful, bright fuchsia pink color. You know, I, you know, last night at quarter of 10, I put my flashlight on and I went out into the garden and I cut that one last remaining flower, echinacea. I brought it in. I did a little research that, you know, you don't want to use the seed the seed pod, the spiky seed pod. You want to just use the petals, the stems, the leaves. So I picked the most vibrant ones. I put it in my mesh holder and I poured my hot water over it and I let it steep. And I drank it last night. I sipped it right before bed. And I'm telling you, last night, I did not wake up once. Because normally when I have a cold... I'm kind of restless and, you know, my nose is running. I have to get up and blow my nose and all that stuff. I slept the whole night through and I don't, and I was sipping, like I said, the, the hyssop and the, uh, the, right before I went to bed, I did the um, echinacea and I have a, you know, I'm st- you can still hear I have a cold and it does, it's not like it's like NyQuil or, or whatever remedy over the counter that, you take it and all the symptoms just go away. It, it is, it's something that you have to keep sipping on. But I do feel better and I am um, just love love the idea of, of healing through herbs. So that's my story with that. The second part of this um, episode is thinking about what you have in your cabinets, that whole cleansing of the kitchen energy, the physical energy. When I cleaned out that cabinet for my herbal teas I thought to myself there's a bunch of other spaces in my kitchen and I'm pretty good I I do a lot of cleaning and clearing out especially the refrigerator that's my my main source of energy in the kitchen is clearing out that refrigerator um the pantry is probably second and then the shelves are third the the drawers the tool drawers there's, there's a lot but those are energetic activities that are very highly I would say it could amp up your energy and get you inspired when you do a cabinet or kitchen, any kind of clear clean out. So I thought to myself, let's move on to the pantry because this time of year, I have one at work. There's a, a, a box at work for collecting food donations for Thanksgiving um, to help families who in need and um, would, wouldn't it'd be great if you did a clean out of the pantry right now right before thanksgiving it's a great way to take stock of what you have if there's something in there that's not expired that you know you're not going to use or you feel 
you know, call to donate it, pull pull it out. Just you know, and and create a box for donation for your local food pantry. I know I have a box of brownies up there. Um, I have some cramp, you know, canned cranberry. I'm gonna clean out my pantry this week and. First of all, it's energetic. It's going to give me an energy boost. It's right before Thanksgiving, so I can take stock of what I have, what I need to buy for the holiday. Or maybe I'll, I'm a lot of times will find something in the pantry and get inspired to create a new meal. It just happens. It just it's an it's a natural, magical activation that when you're moving around the food, it may talk to you and say, you know, if I find lentils in there, it might say, you know maybe make a lentil soup Michelle and like and I'll be like oh yeah let me make a lentil soup so anyways food talks to you in that way when you're open and when you're in the present moment when you're really in the activity um in in the energy of the food so it's it's just such a great way to you know give back share your abundance by donating some food and Maybe there's there's food in there that you do use a lot, but you, you're going to give some away because it just feels right in your heart to do. But I invite you to get an energy shift, an energy amp, an energy boost by clearing out that pantry. Um, and, I, and I know not everybody listening is in the United States, where, or even if you're in the United States, you might not even practice. I mean... Um, do Thanksgiving and that's fine it's still it's a it's part of my course the kitchen witch energy shift you know clearing out spaces and then of course what happens is when you clear out one space the other spaces call you for attention they'll say well what about me I'm the top cab I'm the top shelf of your cabinet and the there's a bunch of glasses up there that you, you first of all you're not tall enough to even see what's up there or reach anything up there what the heck is up there? So I thought, I'm going to clear out that top weird random shelf, which I stuffed things in there years ago, probably. And when I take everything down, I'm either going to get inspired to use something up there and bring it into my everyday or use it for like the Thanksgiving meal. Maybe it's something fancy up there I forgot about or donate it. You know, just somebody, it can, somebody else can use it. Somebody else needs it donate it so it's just a great way to clear out your energy amp up your energy move things around your kitchen loves when you let airflow in and clear cabinets and shelving it loves it it's such a boost for you mentally energetically physically you know the physical space will appreciate it so that is what i wanted to talk to to you about today there was a few, I know we kind of covered a few topics, but that's that's how it goes. But yep, so I hope you're all doing well. And I w- I'm trying to think of a way that we can connect. You know, it can be a two-way conversation. I'm working on figuring that out. Um, so stay tuned for that. And yeah, think about creating, if not... Um, an herbal shelf, you know, if you don't really want to get into having a whole herbal shelf, maybe just think about getting yourself an er- a single single cup um, tea basket diffuser and see what it feels like to create sort of a ritual. And it does, it feels like a ritual when you're putting that loose tea in 
the basket and pouring the water, you actually can visual, you know, you can see the herb and there's a connection there. The herbs, the herbs have so much good, so many good things, so much energy, so much power, so many robust and just uh, magical things to give you. Um, so consider doing that. Consider, um, you know, especially this time of the year, drinking more tea. So we will part ways now. And until next time, friends, keep making magic. Thanks so much for listening. Take care.